Hey, all you nostalgic matchmakers. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert. I'm not going to say who. And the others. <laughs> It'll ni- become pretty clear. Will it? Okay. Well, the others are 9021 novice. <laughs> I'm Kendra Mickles, and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. You spoiled it. Now everybody knows. Yeah. Well, I'm Nick Gunning, and I've seen them all. You can find more about this show and others like it at our network's website, RadioMeanwhile.com. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at HereWeGoPod. And please rate, subscribe, and share this show wherever you get your podcasts. This week, we're covering episode 4.6, Strangers in the Night. I'm surprised you didn't sing it. Dooby dooby doo. <laughs> All right, let's crack open the Condor. Condor is committed to professional standards, professional ethics. The week need not apply. This episode originally aired on October 13th, 1993. We have a couple birthdays around this time. October 11th, Luke Perry turned 27, and Trevor Donovan, Teddy in the CW era, turned 13. Oh, a teen. He's becoming a man. <laughs> a new era. Yep. October 15th, Vanessa Marcel, Gina in the later years, turns 25. Movie-wise, we've got one of the best football movies of all time, <laughs> Rudy. <laughs> On October 13th, Rudy premiered. Uh, are you a fan of this movie, Nick? I actually only saw it very recently. My friend Chris Wiggins found out that I hadn't seen it, and he was like, stop what you're doing and come to my house. Yeah. We're going yeah. to watch Rudy. So yeah, I had a good time with it. Is there Did a nostalgia? No, I didn't cry. Is there a nostalgia me this episode about Rudy? You must have talked about Rudy. Not about Rudy, but I'm sure it, it was, was covered. Mentioned. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure it was. One of the best football movies. It's good. What we uh remember the Titans is mm. my favorite. Okay. That's another really good one. It it definitely gets you gets you choked up. Yeah. And then October fifteenth, the Beverly Hillbillies. No, I did Mo- love I movie? did yes with Jim Varney as uh, Jed Clamp. You don't like Ernest, so uh, yeah. But That's he's funny. not Ernesty in this. He's very Jed Clamp. But I like I like the show. The yeah, Beverly okay. Hillbillies. Well, uh, like Diedrich Bader plays Jethro, and Lily Tomlin play, plays <laughs> the uh, what is her name Jane. So it's it's a great cast. I love this movie. Leah Thompson, Rob Schneider. It's a great cast. I love it. Oh. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Um, on October 13th, the MLB National League Championship happened. The Philadelphia Phillies beat Atlanta Braves four games to two. So okay. good for Philly. Yeah. And oh, on October 15th, <laughs> Nelson Mandela was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. Okay. Well deserved. Yes. Taking a journey beyond the zip code, Kendra, I can tell you that in 2003, Tori Spelling appeared in the Hallmark Channel original movie, A Carol Christmas, as Carol <laughs> Cartman, a mean talk show host who goes through a Christmas Carol-esque experience. And the ghost, it's a pretty fun batch of ghosts here. The Ghost of Christmas Past was played by Gary Coleman. The Ghost of Christmas Present by one William Shatner. And The Ghost <laughs> of Christmas Future by James Cromwell. So <laughs> we we got to watch I that I feel that, that sounds... this has to be yeah, on the list somewhere along the line. Yep. That sounds pretty hilarious. Yep. All right. Well, let's check out our synopsis for uh, Strangers in the Night. I think it's actually singular. I think it's Stranger, stranger in, the in the Night. Okay. Yeah. One stranger. Just a single stranger. Yeah. <laughs> Run ragged by school and work, Brenda reluctantly agrees to a blind date with Stuart Carson, the son of one of Jim's clients. Elsewhere, things between Andrea and Dan heat up while things between Dylan and Kelly 
grow decidedly cool. Donna, David, and Kelly are hitting some snags as roommates, and Dylan splurges on a brand new Porsche. And somewhere, Steve is like, I want to be in a frat, right? Yeah. That's pretty much. <laughs> All right, Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills? This was directed by James Eckhouse, who plays Jim was Walsh. It? Yes. Oh, that's fun. He would go on to direct two more episodes of the series, and his other directing credits would be three episodes of the series once and again. Uh, written by Jennifer Hackett, we see the return of recurring players Matthew Peretta, Brooke Thies. <laughs> Brooke Thies. <laughs> Brooke Thies. <laughs> the part of Nick will be played by Shrek in today's episode. <laughs> Donkey! <laughs> uh, Brooke Thies, Zachary Throne, and Paul Johnson return as Dan Rubin, Leslie Sumner, Howard, and John Sears. Jennifer Crystal Foley makes her second of three appearances as Deborah. She played Christy Parker in the series Once and Again, and I checked. None of those episodes were the ones directed by James Eckhouse. Ah, so. bummer. I know, so close. And Rachel Taub in House. We have... Every time you say Deborah, can you say it like... Deborah. Uh, oh. Yes, Thank you. Michael Sabatino as the Porsche salesman. He's best known for his recurring role as a cop on NYPD Blue and appearances in Lois and Clark and the film Batman Forever. Oh. Kendra, do you like my suit? It keeps me safe when I'm jogging at night. <laughs> we have Gino Conforti as Dylan's mechanic. I looked him up because I was sure... I, I actually thought that Dylan's mechanic appeared in multiple episodes, but I guess this is the only one. But he has a fascinating list of credits i mean it just goes on and on all sorts of tv and film work all over the place um noticeable recurring roles like shows that girl three's company and did regular voice work on the show galaxy high school we have david gale as Stuart carson did you recognize this actor i did think he looks familiar well but i didn't look it up he originally played the role of tom in the season one episode of Fling in Palm Springs, right here on Beverly Hills 90210. Oh. So remember that? He's like the the bellboy who lets Brenda stay in like the janitor's closet at the yes. hotel. And at the time, I was really thrown because I saw him and I was like, wow, Stuart comes in this early? But no, <laughs> totally different but character. No. And it's, oh, that's funny. It is funny because all of his scenes are with Shannon Doherty, just like they yeah. are here. So it's not even like, you know. Well, if you're the average viewer like me, I didn't remember. Didn't so. Well, I didn't remember that he'd been in it before. But going back this time and starting at season one, I was like, oh, okay, because I recognized him for this. But anyway, uh, he's best known for his role as Dr. Joe Scanlon on the series Port Charles. He played that role in over 200 episodes. Plus appearances in shows like Matlock, Savannah, and Robin's Hoods. We Robin's Hoods. Robin's Hoods. We have okay. Peter Mark Richmond as Lawrence Carson. This was a, this as soon as he showed up, I was like, I know him. And there was I, the one that came to mind was Wonder Woman, and he was actually in Wonder Woman. But I think I recognize him most as Chrissy's dad on Three's Company. He's Reverend Snow on Three's Company. I was just watching. I just watched my first full episode of Three's Company last night on the Pluto TV channel. I did. Yes. There's also yep. a 90210 channel. I don't Kendra. know. I don't so. know how that channel ex- I don't know how that exists. Yeah. How we're just allowed to watch these things. It's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So I had never seen it. I wasn't allowed to watch it. So oh, yeah. I'd never seen a full episode. And now you have. So. And I laughed. Several it's times. very funny. It really I is. Was, I was really surprised. Their chemistry is great. And just like John Ritter never has a bad moment no, on that show. He I'm was telling you. So funny. So anyway, this actor plays Chrissy's dad. So if you keep watching it, you'll eventually see him. Gotcha. But uh, the genre work I was talking about. So I remember him as Dr. Crippen on Wonder Woman. But he played a recurring role on Electra Woman and Dinah Girl. He was in The Bionic Woman and The Six Million Dollar Man, Galactica 1980, The Incredible Hulk, 
Star Trek The Next Generation, the Swamp Thing series. He did voice work in Batman the Animated Series, Superman the Animated Series, Spider-Man the Animated Series, Batman Beyond, and voiced the regular character of the Phantom in Defenders of the Earth. Defenders of the Earth. Finally, just a fun fact about the song Strangers in the Night. It is where Scooby-Doo got his name. Strangers in the Night, Scooby-Dooby-Doo. That's, that's where it comes from. And for more, for more on Scooby-Doo, go back to episode 30 of Nostalgia Me This, which infuriatingly does not feature me. But yeah, Kendra Corbin and Christian talk all about Scooby-Doo in that. All right. All right. Well, uh, we mentioned, since we're talking about songs, there is so much music replacement in this. But IMDb does list the actual songs that should oh, have nice. been in there. This is why I keep wanting to sync up with the Pluto TV channel, because TV airings have the original music. Yeah. And I want to hear well, it. <laughs> one song that I don't know where it's supposed to be, but it sa- I listened to it. It sounds it sounds like it could fit anywhere. It okay. sounds very 90210 is Crossfire by Stevie oh, Ray Vaughan. Okay. Man on the Moon by R.E.M. Mm-hmm. I believe this is the slow dance that Brenda oh, okay. and Stuart have. Mm-hmm. I think. Okay. It's my guess. And then Something in the Way She Moves by James Taylor. I believe is the song that David plays on the radio for Donna. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Those are my guesses. I don't know that that's wow. where they fit in. And actually, I looked up, like, I just, on YouTube, typed in the song names in 90210 to see if yeah. I could, like, find anything. And I typed in Man on the Moon, 90210. It actually showed me a scene from the uh, the Senior Poll episode. Oh, okay. And it was, like, that scene with this music. They did reuse a lot of songs. You know, like Losing so, My Religion, yeah. for example, with Dylan and Brenda was a lot. So, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me yeah. if they came back. All right. Well, should we dig into the episode? Let's do it. All right. We start with kind of a montage of just, like, cool cars yeah. around Beverly Hills. Yeah. Uh, leading to us seeing Dylan in his car, uh, which breaks down. As soon as it starts making that road. noise, I'm like, oh, you're in trouble. You are in trouble, my friend. Yep. That's not the noise you want to hear. So, yeah, it breaks down at a light. I've That's happened to me on multiple occasions in my life. It's always stressful. That's like, that's a nightmare. It is a nightmare. I mean, where you live, I feel like it would be less of a nightmare than where I live. I'm talking about, I'm talking about my teenage years though. I I have in very busy intersections, my car twice when I was turning left. So just in the complete middle of the road where there's no way out, my car has died. (laughs) So kindness of strangers. My, uh, my, my first car was, uh, a very hot mess. Do you remember my first car? I don't know if. Hmm. I don't know how close we were when I my yellow yeah I remember the yellow I remember car. the neon okay. yeah 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 it was it was a, a hot mess okay. and uh, it would just it was bad uh-huh. and so one summer I was like I'm gonna drive it from North Carolina to Massachusetts Yeesh. to see Eric yeah and I'm like on that bridge in New York City that awful awful oh my gosh. bridge wow bumper to bumper traffic and I'm like. And it's making noises, and I'm like, don't That's terrifying. you dare die in the that middle of is, New York City. That is a boldness of you to do that. <laughs> to this day, I'm like, that is one of, that trip was just, it was awful. Shaved, it was an awful, awful shaved trip. Shaved years off your life doing that, yeah, I would have did. to guess. <laughs> it did. All right. Uh, okay, so he takes the car to this vintage car shop. Yeah. And this is where we see that actor yeah. that we were just talking about who's in everything. Yeah. And he basically says, like, you're, you're driving her way too much. You drive it every day. Mm-hmm. It can't handle this yeah. abuse is what it says. He's like, you need to just drive it on the weekends and you need to get an everyday car yeah. that can handle being driven every day. 
So uh, Dylan, Dylan's a little sad about that. Yeah, definitely. Because he loves his car, he as does. we know. It's a cool car. At Kelly Donna David's, they are running late in the morning. Donna's trying to get everyone out the door. John calls for Kelly and wants her to go to breakfast, but she turns Oof. him down because she has to go to class. Right. I had that cordless phone, by the way. That was like a staple. Did you? House, yeah, that, that was... Phone. I'm pretty sure we did, Very too. Very recognizable, I like, yeah. I have, a, I have a memory of the feel of the buttons yep. on that phone pulling out that pulling out the antenna at the top too is also oh yeah something oh I yeah remember very well uh david is running late decides he's just not going to go to class again mm-hmm. because he's too tired and then he like they're like don't just sit and watch tv all day and he sits down with a bowl of just dry cereal and yeah. just like scoops it with his hand yeah. like a animal that was funny though because while they're talking i don't know if you caught this but they're talking and that's a bowl of fruit and he takes the bowl and overturns it and dumps all the fruit out and then pours the cereal (laughs) in the in like the decorative fruit bowl that's what he's eating out of so Uh, (laughs) i thought that was actually pretty funny they're doing a good job of of uh emphasizing what a slob i know yeah right now i love as soon as he turns the tv on too it's like zany cartoon noises (laughs) yeah (laughs) just to really drive it home Crazy to be skipping class that that often that early in the semester. Yes, you know? you're, there's there comes a point where you can't yeah you can't bounce you, back. You don't skip so. classes while they're still taking roll. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at Jim's office, I guess Brenda is just his secretary now. Yes. It was supposed to be just office work, but she's like doing secretary yeah. stuff like buzzing him when his when his uh one o'clock is here <laughs> it's so and... funny it's such like the scene is so cartoony because she's just like you might as well have like smoke coming out of her head because she's like <laughs> signing things with one hand being like get me johnson on the line mr walsh will see you now I and mean, it was so over the top very funny well at least she's doing a good job at her job yeah rather last... than just blowing it off yeah yeah, last episode. Well, so, Jim, has Jim ever replaced Dottie? That's the question I have. Oh, yeah. So Hot, maybe not. Hottie Dottie. Hottie Dottie. <laughs> Dottie Dottie. <laughs> um, <laughs> so <laughs> Lawrence Carson comes to yeah. see Jim. And at first, I thought he was being flirty. With oh, he, de- did he definitely get- was. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Whether okay. that was scripted or not, he his eyes were glued to Shannon Doherty. Definitely. Yes. So then Jim comes out and is like, oh, my daughter, you've met my daughter. And he's like, oh, your daughter. And that after that, it's like, yeah, not a big deal. I don't know if they like backed away from the joke there, because it would have been kind of funny if he was like being skeevy. And then Jim yeah. said his daughter and he was like, oh, my gosh, you know, like that <laughs> could have been funny, I guess. But like here, it's like they didn't really do it. So it was just sort of awkward and made you wonder, like, was yeah. he supposed to be checking out Shannon Because <laughs> yeah. he was. So he's about to go into a meeting with Lawrence, but then Dylan walks in and wants to see Jim. So then Lawrence goes to call somebody or yeah. something, and so Jim and Dylan can meet. Dylan says that he needs a new car. Yeah. And he says he just wants an old beater. Yeah. Something that he can... Just to drive around Just in. drive. Yep. Yeah. Jim approves of this because it is sensible, and Jim yeah, of is course. sensible. Sure. And then Jim starts talking about he used to have a Triumph Spitfire, mm. and he really regrets running it into the ground. Yeah. He wishes he still had it. And Dylan is like, a what? <laughs> He's like, really? Back at California University in some sort of rec room of some kind, Steve and Brandon are playing ping pong and being, uh, you know, Flirty? competitive oh, with okay. each other. Yeah, sure. No, I was going to say competitive. <laughs> okay. There's no, there's no smacking butts. Okay. In this All right. Scene. Yeah, it'd be weird in ping pong. 
Um, I feel like every episode we have to get like Brandon and Steve being competitive. I guess over yeah. something. Yeah. Every every episode this season mm-hmm. has been that way. Mm-hmm. So Brandon wants to keep playing. He wins. Brandon wins. He wants to keep playing, but everyone has to go to their first chapter meetings yes. for their fraternities and sororities. Of course, yeah. There is a there's a point here where Brandon makes a joke and Jason Priestley looks right at the camera. Really? Yes. He like bra- almost breaks the fourth wall. Wow. Like a Zach Morris camera. style. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. So later on, Brandon then finds Andrea and wants to get some food, but she makes an excuse that she has to meet up with someone from her dorm. Uh, but then we see it's Dan. But poor Brandon, he's feeling very yeah. alone. Yeah. Everyone has a thing, and he's uh, he doesn't have anything. At the Alpha House, they're handing out jobs. I guess they did like a clothing drive. Yeah something and so everyone is getting jobs for what to do for this and kelly gets stuck with being in the van that's going to deliver all the clothes at 6 a.m and they say that a person from the keg house is going to be driving the van so she just has to (laughs) i wonder who that will be (laughs) uh but yeah so she just has to show up at 6 a.m help load and unload the van uh at lunch andrea and dan are this talking, talking shop. Oh, <laughs> this brought me back to college so extremely fast because they're like the thing with Faulkner is blah 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 blah. blah. Oh my gosh! Every time sitting so in a coffee much- shop on campus, like every conversation around me would be like, yes. "But you, to really understand Kierkegaard, it's like okay, can we please? I just want so this fun. scone, please." Yeah, I have so much Faulkner on my shelf that I have got in the hopes of being one of yeah, those one of those people. people. Like coffee <laughs> you want to be like Dan? Sure. Faulkner, okay. And then I uh, haven't read any poser. So. Yeah, I'm a poser. <laughs> but here we learn of of Dan's role. He is indeed yeah. a teaching assistant. He's a, He's a TA. Who's he aing? There's nobody anywhere near this classroom <laughs> but him. No one in the classroom. Yeah, we've never seen the real professor. No. <laughs> So, okay, so then they get they get flirty real fast. So he's like, uh, what if I kissed you? Yeah. And she's like, this is not the place. And then she suggests that they go back mm-hmm. to his dorm. And Nick, this, this cut. <laughs> I I was shocked when when Dylan's dad died. Yeah. This this is a very it close is. second. I'm really I glad like, that I was not drinking a hot beverage because this... I this jump cut to an Andrea sex scene could not have been more jarring. I if I was gonna say if I had been drinking something, I would have spit take. I would have classic spit out take. everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so I and I wrote in whole in all caps, holy crap. I <laughs> think yes, they're in bed. They're about to have sex. I do, couldn't believe it. We've had some we've had some heavy makeout scenes. I feel like this actually might be the steamiest scene we've seen so far. I think so too. I think it is. I yeah. think it is. I mean, yes. he's shirtless. Yeah. She's almost shirtless. Yeah. In bed. Yeah. Going at it. No hardcore. question about where it's headed. I feel like no, that's no, the no. difference. We've seen a lot of like makeout scenes, but they've been very clearly like makeout scene. This is like a we gonna do it yeah. any minute yeah. now. Yeah. So yeah. So she she's trying to like say it like I need to tell you something, and he's like. Oh, I have protection. I've been tested. And she's like, no, no, no. And she finally tells him I'm a virgin. Mm-hmm. And so that gives him pause. Yeah. And he says, like, your first time should be special. And as a gentleman, I don't just want it to be yeah. like, you know, 
this I, thing that it is right now, and so they decide to stop. Well, he he stops it. Yeah. What Andrea did how, what did you think of that? I mean, I thought that was very nice of him to yeah. not just be like, "All right, <laughs> <laughs> let's do it." I he won me over there a little bit because I also didn't think that it was like he wasn't being patronizing or anything like that. I no. feel like often when yeah. you see those scenes, it, it is kind of patronizing. He's just like. Yeah, cool. Okay, let's then let's maybe just sort of. Yeah, it it didn't seem beat. like he was like, no, I don't want to do this ever again. No. He was just like, he, he said, he said, let's take some cold showers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. think about this for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I did think that was gentlemanly, as he said. Yeah. He didn't want her to rush into it, um, and have it just be a whatever thing. So. Uh, at the Walsh house, Brenda comes home late. Uh, she missed dinner. She's talking about she's so busy with work and school. She doesn't think she's ever going to have time for a date. Yeah, Jim Jim was worried, and, and she was like, you don't have to worry about me. I practically live like a nun now. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Jim and Cindy have a solution to her datelessness. Because uh-huh. Carson, matchmaker, Stuart Carson, what's his name? Me no, Lawrence Carson. Yeah. <laughs> Lawrence Carson's son... They they want to set her up on a date yeah. with him. Old they say Stewart. he's twenty he's twenty four. Go yep. on a date with him. Yeah. And Brenda brings up like the last time you set me up on a date did not go. That's right. That was Seth Green. Well. Yeah. Yeah, Seth Green, and it was awful. But she does agree, even though they tell uh, her his name is Stuart, Stuart. and she's a little turned off by that. Mm-hmm. I knew and, a Stuart in college. He was real moody. He was real moody, Stuart. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's listening. Moody Stewie. Moody Stew. Moody Stew. Uh, that night in Andre- Andrea's dorm room, uh-huh. she can't sleep. It's no, she very, can't. It's very late. Mm-hmm. This music that they keep playing, it's, I think it's creepy sounding. It's oh. like... I don't know. <laughs> Just a little bit of a menace. There's a menace Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so she can't sleep. She finally gets up yeah. and walks to Dan's mm-hmm. dorm. Mm-hmm. And wakes him up, and he invites her in. Yeah. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. At the Alpha House the next morning, 6 a.m., who should show up in the Ugh. van to drive with Kelly? Oh, shiny not. Johnny Sears. Shiny, Johnny floppy, Sears. middle part hair. Nick, I don't understand Okay. why a senior would be this interested in a freshman. I just don't get it. I really think that I think he's just like a creep. I think that she rejected him in high school and then he told everybody that like they did it. And I think that's just that's like a black mark on his record as a jerk. I think that's all it is. I don't know. I just feel like as a senior, you're like you're looking you're looking beyond college. Why are you trying to get involved with a freshman? But as a senior who's a slime ball, I think it's just I think it's about the conquest. I think that's all it is. Yeah, he's horrible. He's a terrible person. All right. So then they start talking and he's like, would you rather I didn't call? And she's like, well, my life's so complicated. And he says, I hope your man appreciates what he's got. And it doesn't seem like they're acting like they made out. I know. I actually thought that too. And truthfully, I forgot that that happened until I was just thinking about this moment because she's not really putting him off. She says like, I need time to think about where I want this to go implying that she wants it to go somewhere you know yeah. so she's not acting like like she's already cheated yeah on i mean they, Dylan like, they made out it wasn't just yeah. like one kiss and he walked away like she went no. back for seconds yeah 
Andrea's dorm the next morning, she's just like post shower, yeah. standing in her robe, just like yeah. very, very happy. Mm-hmm. Feeling good. Brandon shows up with food and coffee and she does invite him in, even though she's like in a robe. I'm yeah. like, I guess we just like hang out in robes I guess so. now. Yeah. This is where their relationship is. Yeah. And she asks him, do I look different today? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, say what? what? <laughs> and she says, he's like, are you okay? And she says, I've never felt better. It worked. Good for Andrea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy for her. Me too. At, at KDD's, Donna is uh, Donna surprises David awake. I she like hate pulls up this. his blinds. This is so. This is like a toddler. I hated this. First yeah, of she's all, doing her like. <laughs> all of the blinds were open. They yeah. were all twisted open, and so she pulled it. Does not change the lighting in the room at all. But she's like, wake up, super loud, and then yeah, does her little like scamper and giggle off. Oh, I hated that yeah. scene. I hated David it. David tries. David tries to turn it into a snuggle, uh, but. Yeah. She tells him to brush his teeth. Yeah. And she starts nagging him about, like, you can't let your life go down the drain because for this job. Like, you need to clean. You need to go to class. He's mm. not having it. No. At breakfast, the guys are looking for cars for Dylan. Steve thinks he should get a Corvette. Yes. Which is very... Fra- that's, way, that's way back from the pilot, Steve bragging about his Corvette. Yeah. That is, that's mm-hmm. locked in. Yep. Uh, but Brandon's like, nah, he's not ready to buy American yet. Mm-hmm. He likes, you know, yeah. non-American cars. Uh, Kelly shows up and Dylan asks how it went, dropping off the clothes and everything. And she kind of quickly changes the yeah. subject. Uh, and she suggests that he get a pink car. Mm-hmm. And he says, as F. Yeah. <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer reference, I maybe? know, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> Terrible movie. Terrible film. <laughs> So Across bad. the board. Later on, Donna and Brenda. Oh wait, are talking oh, wait. hold about... on, hold on, because Jason Priestley. It must have been an ad lib, but somebody asked what they're doing, and he says, "Oh, Dillweed's looking for a car." That was really funny. <laughs> Dillweed. Dillweed. I missed that. Yeah, yeah. I missed that. Anyway, proceed. <laughs> so later on, Donna and Brenda are talking about David, and Donna's kind of complaining about what a slob he's being and how he's not going to class. And Brenda is like, "Well, at least you have." A person like Mm -hmm. I'm going on this blind date and I don't even know how it's gonna be yeah the gang well when I say the gang Steve it's Steve Kelly Brandon and Dylan Mm -hmm. go to a car dealership Brandon's doing this whole bit where he's like talking in a southern accent Mm -hmm. and he's like we've tried Sweden we've tried Germany now we're in the U.S. of A. He's, he's committed to the bit. That doesn't mean it's working, but he is committed yeah, to it. He is committed. Yeah, the whole scene he uses this. Mm-hmm. So now they're looking at the car that he likes, which I didn't Viper. write down. It, it, was a, it was a, a Dodge Viper. Viper. Yeah. Thank you, a Viper. Mm-hmm. And they are going to take it for a test drive. Yeah, well, as soon as they hear that Dylan's paying in cash, the dealership's like, well. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Andrea goes to English class. We get that creepy music again. Mm-hmm. And she walks in, and I don't. I was confused. Like she and Dan like smile at each other, but then she seems unhappy. Uh, yes, I was puzzled by that scene as well. I didn't really know what they were trying to say about that. I guess maybe she's having second thoughts. Is what it seemed That's, like. Yeah. It's what it seemed like. And it, I guess it I kind guess of it, makes sense. They get into that a little bit later, but it yeah, was. Yeah, but he he didn't like ignore her when she walked in. Like he no. smiled at her. No. So I don't know. She's just feeling weird about it. Yeah. At the Walsh house, uh, Stuart shows up for their date, and he's a hottie. He's looking good, hottie with a body. 
<laughs> Wait, is he uh, is he hottie like Dottie or different? A little different. Same scale, not the same scale. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he is very. He's good looking. Really. Okay. Yeah, I thought he was. He All was. Right. I mean, he's better looking than we were anticipating. He well, was yeah, be, with a name like so. Stuart. I thought it was going to yeah. be my moody college friend, but no. Um, so he's talking with Jim and Cindy, saying he works for his dad. And Brenda comes down, and they're both pretty shocked yeah. at how as as they see each nice other. looking the other people, the other one is. Brandon then pushes them out the door. He says he picked her up early because of traffic. Because yeah. it's very bright outside. Yeah, it is. Brandon suggests that Jim start a service called matchmaking by walsh yeah when they're in the house Stuart says like well i guess my old man was right and brenda's like so is mine and jim's <laughs> jim's like you just gotta listen to your dad every once in a while i kind of wonder with that sort of thing when they have the dialogue about him picking her up early i feel like they just had to shoot that shot during the day and so they put a piece of dialogue that in is about exactly it exactly what i thought don't you think definitely it, the dialogue was definitely put in later yeah you can tell yeah uh, yeah so it's all like adr thinking. you gotta wonder if people watching this like the producer or whatever being like why are they going out at three in the afternoon like what kind of lame date is this (laughs) so after right after they leave dylan pulls in yeah the brand new porsche looking good kendra i look he does not approve of the price tag they never say it i looked it up for what a brand new porsche i think like that one would cost in 1993 do you have any guesses i'm really bad at guessing this kind of stuff 20 20,000. $65,000, Kendra. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So he could he could so buy a small <laughs> ranch-style house <laughs> or he could get that car. Honestly, that's like a drop of in oh, yeah, the amount nothing. of money yeah. he has. Yeah. So, I don't know what Jim's Yeah. Like who cares? It would it would be I... like me being like I'll have coffee and pie. That's pretty yeah. much what Dylan just did today. Yeah. Darn yeah. it, now I want coffee and pie. Can we yeah. What's the budget like? Yeah, the did radio meatball network. Over Thanksgiving. I did. My wife made a pumpkin pie, as she I usually had does. So much yep. dessert because I had two Thanksgiving. Okay. On the same day. Yeah. So I had apple pie. I had fluff. Have you ever had fluff? I have not. No. OMG, it's so good. <laughs> and uh, I also then that night I had my cousin made this chocolate lasagna, so it was like huh. Oreo whipped cream chocolate pudding okay, something in. else and then you just like keep layering mail it. some of that it to was me. so good that sounds good so. my sister-in-law always makes uh, apple pie so we had that with coffee that was pretty good and then these little cookie bars called carmelitas so Ooh. i frankly could have i could have handled some more dessert on that day <laughs> if i'm being honest but okay so uh new porsche jim's not Jim thrilled approve, yeah. yeah dylan then leaves in a huff and is like it's my money blah 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 <laughs> On Brenda's date. It's just funny because Dylan is the one who willingly set up a trust with yeah. Jim. You know, for yeah. so for Jim to be like, I don't know, and him being like, screw you, you're not my dad. It's kind of like, whoa. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so on Brenda's date, it's kind of awkward. Like, they're kind of sitting, not talking, and they're just having trouble with small talk. Mm-hmm. Like, he brings up University of Minnesota, and just it's just kind of awkward at first. And then he's like, look, I know it's weird that... My dad like set me up on the state and that breaks that breaks the ice yeah. a little bit. Yeah. He orders some wine and the waiter asks for Brenda's ID, but he slips him like a whatever. fifty. I don't know. Yeah, he slips whatever, him some money and he's costs. like, it's fine. He slips him sixty five thousand dollars <laughs> and he's the like, wine comes. Yeah. How old is Brenda? 
I was wondering that myself. I I mean, if she's a freshman in probably college, like 19, I would say 19. 18, 19. I would say, yeah, I would probably guess so 19. So she is, she is underage. Definitely. All right. At KDDs, the, they have a, <laughs> you laugh every time I say I that. I do. They have, a, they're having a house meeting, which is basically them telling David to clean Take up. Like, it's not shower. just shower. At first I thought it was just his room that yeah. was gross, but he's like leaving cans all over the kitchen and he's, he's just being gross. Yeah. You know, I sort of notice in this, I feel like this season they've kind of dropped the sibling thing with Kelly and David. Like they're just not really mm-hmm. talking about that much. And at one yeah. point David does say my girlfriend and my roommate. He doesn't say my girlfriend and my sister. So yeah, I don't know. that's true. Anyway, I had a roommate my junior year. We li- I lived in a house, amazing house. And one of our roommates would make very pungent food mm. and then just leave. That's you don't want the that. pots and pans no, all over the place. Yeah, it was it was rough. It was my rough. college my college roommate would let his uh, laundry pile up, and it would just start to just instead of carpet, we had his laundry, and I would like passive aggressively kick I'm, it into I'm his closet. I'm very bad about that. My my roommates would uh, over the years would comment on my piles of laundry <laughs> that I would uh, leave around. I did make I did make piles. Life with roommates. What are you gonna do? Yeah. What are you gonna do? Uh, okay, so. David is just like, you know, you guys aren't my mom and stop telling me what to do, basically. And they're they're like, you need to stop. Kelly says you need to stop using your stupid job as an excuse Mm -hmm. for being gross. Yeah. Good advice. Yeah. He he storms out. He's not happy about that. No, not happy at all. Back at Andre's dorm, she and Dan are making out again. Sure are, yeah. And she's having second thoughts. She says that it's weird to... Have him as her teacher in English class and her lover in the dorms. Lover. So she either needs to stop. They need to stop seeing each other or she needs to switch English classes. And he's like, oh, okay. Switch English classes. How do you feel about the term lover, Kendra? <laughs> when applied to Andrea, it's weird. Okay. <laughs> it's weird. It is so. a weird thing to say. But yeah, that... let me tell you. Yeah. I'm, Dan is good looking. Whoa. Like, like. Like, you like that Luke floppy Perry hair. Wow. Okay. So. I did not see that coming, nor do I agree, but good to know. <laughs> well, you don't have to agree. I don't know. It's to each his own. <laughs> okay. Back on Brenda's date, they're eating chocolate, chocolate creme brulee. That doesn't sound good to me. I like a good creme brulee. Say, say that five times fast. Creme, creme brulee. I like See, the chocolate part, I don't think that would be good. I mean, you're just eating, like, hard mousse at that point. I don't really get it, but... Yeah. Uh, she said it's the best meal she's ever had, yeah. and then she she brings up Dylan, and she's like, "My like my ex, we could we didn't go to places like this. We yeah. couldn't drink because mm-hmm. he's in AA." Right. And uh, she she talks about him a little too much, and then realizes that she's talking about yeah. Dylan a lot. Stuart is like, "You ain't seen nothing yet, baby," and they very easily get into this nightclub. They yeah. like skip the Whole line. Big line. Yep. Yeah. They get in. He like knows everyone at the club because his friend owns it or mm-hmm. something, and uh, they start dancing. I don't know how. Like, I feel like every dance scene we see in the show is awkward. Yeah, I <laughs> maybe think you're it's right. just like the '90s versus now dancing. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I felt like the the poolside dancing, even though even though like Brendan and David had a child as a result of that dance. <laughs> They conceived, conceived a child on the dance floor. 
<laughs> that poolside dance was probably the least awkward we've ever seen. Yeah, but this one, so this one definitely was was weird. And I'm sure it was music replacement. Maybe this is where the Stevie Ray Vaughan oh could song be yeah be. yeah yeah that makes sense. I don't know. Back at KDD's, John calls for Kelly, and they you know are a little flirty on yeah. the phone. He tries to entice her to come out with him, but mm-hmm. she says no. So they're just going to talk on the phone, and he like. He's being creepy. He calls her the world's most desirable co-ed. He says, what are you wearing? Yeah. Creepy. Yes, definitely. Dylan then comes over while she's on the phone. She, like, leaves the phone upstairs to answer the door. And he's upset about Jim and what Jim said about the car and how he doesn't need it and blah, blah, blah. Asks her if if she wants to go for a drive. So she heads back upstairs and hangs up the phone with John and is getting dressed. And you hear... Dylan from downstairs being like, anytime, Kel. Yeah. And he's she's really, annoyed by that. He's really coming off as a tool. And even this, this is not a date. You know, he's just like, I'm bored and angry. Come sit in the car so I have someone to tell about how bored and angry I am. You know, it's not yeah. a good not a good look. Yeah. Back on Brenda's date, it is now 1 a.m. They're still at this club. And Brenda's like, oh, I should probably go home. But he asks her to do one more slow dance, slow dance, which is where I think this man, man on the moon song mm. comes in. Okay. And he says, well, slow dances with me are like potato chips. You can't eat just one. <laughs> it's a funny line. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of good lines, this might be my favorite joke oh. I've heard on this show. Okay. For All sure. Right. All right. But it, it just like, I just laughed really hard. I'm like, I'm a sucker for really dumb jokes like this. But Jim... Ask Brendan. Oh, yes. Do you want to join me in a bowl of cereal? And Brendan's like, I don't think we're both going to (laughs) fit. You know what? I knew you'd like that. I didn't write it down because I knew that you'd have that locked in your brain. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And Jim gives him kind of a wah-wah kind of look. Stupid jokes. Well, that one was unexpected. That was just like, it just hit you. Yeah, it hit you just right. That was good. That was good. That was funny. Brandon's up late because he's studying for his sociology exam, and he's kind of picking on Jim for waiting up for Brenda, which is obviously what he's doing. Yeah. He's like, are you worried the blind date went a little too well, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> it is awkward to be, because, like, if Brenda was living in the dorms, yeah. he wouldn't he wouldn't know right. if she was, like, out on a date. Till yeah, exactly. So. I know, I had that same thought. At the radio station, uh, this scene, it seemed like a... 180 out of nowhere to mm, me. Yeah. David gets on the radio and confesses on radio that he's been not very nice to his roommates yeah. and um, he's been driving them crazy and he tells Donna uh, you've made me see the light. And he's just like very open sorry I'm going to try I'll be yeah. better. I don't know it seemed kind of out of nowhere to At me. At this point I was wondering is it worth having an all night radio station? on a college campus for such a small group. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. is it really worth it? Yeah. I guess it is, though. Nick, yes. have I told you that my dad was a college radio DJ? No, I don't think so. Do you want to know what his name was? Yes, I guess. That's going to make you laugh so hard. His name. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. His name was the Midnight Master Blaster. <laughs> David needs something like that. He's just David. Midnight Master Blaster. Oh my gosh. 
Wow. That was his name. He was. I don't know if he was working the graveyard shift, but yeah, I would hope so. It's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, you will. You'll have to find out. Uh, okay, so Howard comes in. He's heard yeah. David do this on the radio, and he's like, oh, your girlfriend's giving you trouble, huh? Yeah. And David is just like, he's like, I don't know how you did this. How did you stay up all night And when you were still starting? And he's like, take these pills. Yeah. Gives Co- him some caffeine pills. Coincidentally, those pills are called Midnight Master Blasters. So <laughs> it, really, it really gets you through. This plot point of him giving him these pills is like the first line in the Hulu synopsis of this oh, really? episode. Oh, so, but this is like the last 10 minutes yeah. of the episode. So I was surprised by that. Um, and he's like, if you need anything more, you need anything stronger, don't be shy. He's got that. He's got that dope little wooden box that he keeps, like, individual yeah. pills in. Like, geez, that doesn't seem very practical, but you do you, Howard. <laughs> yeah. So we don't see him take the pills. He just kind of, like, looks at them. Yeah. So we don't know if he took them we or not. We don't know. Back at KDD's, uh, they're back from their drive, Kelly mm-hmm. and Dylan, and he says that he's going to trade the car and he's going to get something more practical. He doesn't need this car. Jim is right. And he says, this car's for picking up girls and I've already got a girl. Mm-hmm. And suggests that they go back to his house. He's just like not reading no, he's not. her at all. He's not thinking about not, her. He's just thinking no. about himself. Yeah. No, I think he just he just thinks like, I have, I've got Kelly. Right. Like that's a given. Yeah. And he's, uh, he's taking her for granted. Definitely. Kelly then says it seems like they want different things. Like she wants to go to football games and parties and he doesn't want to go to any right. of those things. And she says, I think we should start seeing other people. Yeah, which to me. But then she says she doesn't want to break up. She just, she wants, just wants to know. To she just wants people. to know she has the option. Yeah, that's what's crazy to me, because in my mind, they're like a full year past this point. You know what I mean? Like, they are openly saying they love each other. They've, like, spent summers together. I mean... Yeah, this is not casual. No. No. If it was early on, fine. But, like, once the I love yous have dropped and you're in, like, a serious committed relationship, you can't be like, so let's go back a few steps and I'm also going to be dating John Sears. It's just dumb. It's dumb to even suggest. Well, for me... That's, like, not even a thing I would entertain. If someone's like, we yeah. should see other people, but let's not break up, I'm like, no. Yeah, right. Yeah, no <laughs> You're going to date me, or you're going to date someone else. Those are your choices. Yeah, I think it's, like, when you're at a point where you're not, like, exclusive yet, and you can sort of be like, I'm not ready yeah. for... But you can't be as far as they are and expect to, like... And I'm also dating right. other people now. Yeah. Dylan is very wary of this because Brenda said the same thing to him when they were dating is what he says but I, I was know. trying to like that's remember. the first thing i was like did she say that <laughs> but i sort of feel like there was a point like not it was i think it was long before the actual breakup when they had one of their rough patches and they were like let's see other people and then there was like i don't want to see other people a few episodes later i think uh, is, yeah i think is what think we're talking right. about so i think you're right yeah so beginning of the end right um so they uh they have a a kiss and she gets out and he drives away. Yep. At the Walsh house, Brenda is being dropped off by Stuart and they share a kiss. And he asks, do you have any plans this, the rest of this week? Do you have any plans for the rest of your life? He's going heavy. A little bit like yeah. Rick, like Rick from yeah, France. Rick. Rick. Yeah. He's not, he doesn't, well, Dean Kane is much better looking this, than this guy, but they are the same. They're similar types. I see. Okay. I guess. Mm-hmm. What are their political um, views? That's what I need to know. I know Dean Cain's. <laughs> yeah. I just wonder. 
you need to know that up front. I need to find that out, please. <laughs> Jim is waiting up for her still, and she sits him down and is like, I think we need to have a new understanding yeah. between us. Like, I'm an adult. Yeah. And Jim is like, yep, you're right. She's like, Dad, sometimes Brenda got a smash, you know? Yeah. She just... <laughs> You just got to be cool with that. You just got to roll with the punches, you know? Yeah. So Jim's like, all right, good night. And goes upstairs and Brandon pops out of his room and is like, I can't believe you're letting (laughs) her get away with that. Once again, Brandon gets away with everything. I know. Although it wouldn't even be a question, like a Brandon coming back late or anything like they wouldn't even, Jim would not no. even be, he'd be like, so, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, back, <laughs> which base are we talking about this time? <laughs> the last scene of this episode is Ooh. Dylan is driving, he's at a stoplight, and all of a sudden this guy pops in his window with a gun yeah. held like right at his head. Yeah. And it's like, get out of the car. Yeah, I and mean, it's one, the, it's one swift move because one hand goes behind Dylan's neck and the other puts the gun like right to his chest. So it's not a situation where Dylan can just like hit the gas or something. Like he really... He's lit, he is like half in the he car. He is, yeah. He's yep. done this before. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I, I would think so, yeah. Um, and credits. The, the, no- the sound that Dylan makes when it happens, he's like, whoa! Yeah. Yeah, it was funny. It was but funny, yeah, but I that, liked it. I thought it was a very, I thought it was a really genuine response that yeah. Dylan no, did. There. I did yeah, no, I because he's like, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> easy, bro. Yeah, but uh, uh, cut to credits that mm-hmm. we don't see what happens. We so, not, bit of a cliffhanger. We do not see Kendra. What was your nine hundred two one zero snap? It's got to be Andrea. The Andrea sex jump. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah, I felt be. yeah, I felt the same way. There's there's no way around that. Which is saying something because it ends with someone putting a gun in Gil- Dylan's throat. But yeah, still the most dramatic moment is <laughs> the yeah. scene with with Andrea getting busy. Um We've just never seen her. No. The one time we've seen her be sexual is yeah. the end of season 1. Yeah. And we didn't even see anything. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. She was just available. She was just presenting herself. It's almost like it's almost like seeing like your mom. Right. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I think Gabrielle Carteris is the same age as your mom, so that actually works out pretty yeah. well if you do the math. Um, <laughs> I was not a fan of last episode. I was all in on this episode. Oh, I was. I was just thinking the same thing. Like, yeah. Last episode, I felt like I didn't like where anyone was. Yeah. And what happened? But I feel like more happened this time yeah. and things are moving now. Like I don't like that Kelly and Dylan are having these issues, but at least now like something's happening agreed and uh, just like i was saying last week as much as i don't enjoy that i do think it's very natural like for both of the characters and for the story that it would go this way you know i think it's a really realistic thing i also kind of wonder if we're seeing a shift to a more like segmented kind of storytelling you know rather than Mm. giving everyone like a main plot because steve and brandon really neither one of them really had like a plot you know what i mean Mm-mm. They had little bits here and there, but it was much more like focused on the other characters. And I feel like that does make sense for what we're doing. You know, still have everybody there, but like this is this is like, like a... Game of Thrones. Okay, all right. Where you have like a bunch of characters, yeah. and they're all doing their thing. And there was a jump cut to sex in this episode. So, yes, you know, just like Game of Thrones. Yeah, there you go. All right, <laughs> that checks out. Yeah, so I, I do. I definitely think the episode holds up. I think it's. Uh, I think we're. I think we're back on track, and I'm excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm interested to see where things go for Andrea. 
I'm happy that she and Dan are together. So yeah. I I hope that doesn't fizzle out super quickly. I'm also excited that he's not going to be her teacher anymore. If they really follow yes. through with that, I think that's a really yes. smart move. Well, that's what I was wondering if it would be like. Now nah, we can do know. this. If they like sort yeah. of go back on it, I hope not. Yeah, I, like oh, I can't find another English class. Yeah, I honestly I don't I... remember, but I I hope I hope it's not that. I was I was thinking as I was until the very end that David and Donna were uh, like he's going to end up like cheating on her or mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. but he apologizes to her in the end, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to go. Yeah. But. Well, Kendra, elsewhere on the Radio Meanwhile Network, you can find me as the co-host of Comic Book Coffee Break, where every week my co-host and I break down the comics we've been reading and talk a little bit about comic book history in general and other things. It's a fun time. It's a fun time. Uh, Outside of the Radio Meanwhile Network, starting in December, you can find me as the host of the How's Things podcast for the David A. Howe Public Library. So look for that coming in December. What about you, Kendra? Where are you? I am Miss Musebox 91 on social media, and I have a website, MissMusebox.com. I make all sorts of fun things. For so all your Christmas needs. All your Christmas needs. I can help you out, so check that out. And I'm also the co-host of the podcast 90s Music Got Me Like, where each week my husband Eric and I look at a different 90s song. Our most recent episode was Save Tonight by Eagle Eye Cherry. I have a suggestion for your podcast, Kendra. Yes, go for it. Sometime when we're coming up on a 90210 episode with a really pivotal song that's cut, you guys should cover the song on 90s music. Got Ah, me like, and then we roll it into the episode. Good Synergy. That's called synergy, Kendra. Yep. Okay. All right. You can join us next week as we continue our 90210 discussion with episode 4.7, Moving Targets. And after that, it's a Christmas special. (gasps) It's Christmas. That's right. 902 and here we go.